But Miss Jerry said, Father, please don't preach on the gospel. Can you think on something, some other reading today? It's a little complicated. Anybody wants, else want to take on this? Um, yes, I tell you, this generation will be charged with their blood. All the blood shed from the very beginning until now. So I'm going to touch on that and then go somewhere else because, yeah, that's kind of complicated. But it does make a little sense if you understand our view of what Jesus did. The idea of all sin was wrapped up and charged upon this generation, specifically upon Jesus Christ. And St. Paul would say, the fullness of time, he planned to sum up all things in himself. So that the time of Jesus, this generation, was very much that, like taking upon himself all the sin, all the evil, all the suffering, all the tragedies, and our Lord took all that upon himself. And indeed, in Jesus, that generation, this generation, has been charged with all that went wrong. So our Lord is the one who specifically takes that weight upon himself. So if that helps you understand that a little bit, perhaps. Um, then our Lord continues, if you were listening yesterday, he's like you know, accusing the Pharisees, and, and the scholar of the law raises his hand and says, hey, wait, if you say this to the Pharisees, you're like criticizing us too. And so Jesus leans into it, like just kind of piles it on, you scholars of the law, woe to you too, you crazy people, you this, you that, you the other. And he goes, and that's where we catch him today. You scholars of the law, you have taken away the key of knowledge. You yourselves did not enter the way to salvation, and you stopped those trying to enter. Harsh. And quite a warning to anybody who's listening to our Lord and I was just reflecting for what it's worth. The scholars of the law, you could say, the scholars, the intelligentsia of Jesus' day and age, they were very much focused on the Torah, on all 600 and I don't know what, rules of, the, of Leviticus and whatever, and, and they would be kind of harsh, it seems, on their peers and the people of their times with holding up a very high standard in their ultra-conservative way. And they would give the truth of the Torah and the promises of, of the, of, made to Abraham but without any mercy, without any like hope, or, or making the bar way too high to achieve mercy. And it just kind of led to a lot of discouraging. Like, who wants to follow that? So our Lord's like going at them, like, you, you yourselves didn't enter the way of Jesus, the way of salvation, and you've, you've kept others from entering. But I was also reflecting that today's intelligentsia, today's scholars, if you will, it's almost like the opposite extreme. Like in their thinking, St. Paul actually said, in, in their wisdom they became fools. In their thinking, we've kind of overthought perhaps. And there's so many wise, I don't know, sages or philosophers out there or, or people who look back at history and kind of rewrite it. And again, we talked about this recently. They, they overthink and like religion has been a hoax and Christianity has been a hoax and, and we don't have any reason to believe that the teachings given us today are anything like what Jesus actually taught because it was lost in whatever mechanisms of, of passing things on and the church is just trying to manipulate us and really what we want is free thinking open-mindedness tolerance and as they go and defend these things it's kind of interesting like they remove the key of knowledge just like jesus says there is no truth it's all relative you make it up on your own don't trust the way of jesus christ that's kind of closed-minded be open-minded invent your own way and they take that key of knowledge and they throw it out. They themselves didn't enter. They don't choose Christ. They don't submit to the way of the gospel, the way of the church. But they also convince everyone else who might be interested, like, why would you want to be Catholic? That's a silly thing to do. And they keep others 
from entering. Just like our Lord said. They self-proclaim, we're the righteous ones, we're the open-minded, we're the tolerant. Until someone has a contrary idea and then they're not very tolerant or open-minded. They're the hypocrites of today sometimes, it seems. The scholars of today's thinking. And so for them it just seems like, well, mankind is just this randomly evolved species of organisms, I don't know what. And that's what we're left to. Whereas if you take the message of Christ, notice St. Paul's reading, and we'll finish with this. Who is man? What are you and me? What are we? St. Paul, understanding the way of Jesus Christ, understanding all that God has revealed, says, God towards man, blessed is our God and Father. He has blessed us, chosen us, destined us for greatness, adoption, to be called children of God. We're not random evolutionary organisms only, like our bodies maybe, but really the whole self. Look at you. Granted his grace, lavished upon with his grace. It was made known to us. Mankind is, is revealed like a secret friend, like a Lord, a friend. God has been a friend to mankind, sharing some deep secrets with him. Now this fifth for thought, there's a much deeper understanding of who we are the way God has revealed it. Why would you want to take that knowledge and throw it away and say, no, you make up your own revelation? Woe to you, intelligentsia, wise scholars of today. When you close the door to salvation, thinking yourselves wise, you become fools. And you close the door to so many others who would like to find it. Rest of us, Mother, to help us to really open our minds wide to the beauty of what it is to be a Christian to hold all that our Lord has done for us and revealed to us, and to be the light, opening it to others, not closing it. Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.